Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. It's reality gate. Let's love. <laughs> oh, I thought you were starting. No. My phone just goes, as soon as you press start, and yes, I know I'm whistling because my fucking uh, broken tooth. As soon as you press start, my phone goes, look at me. <laughs> Tricks? Maybe. It's it's starting to get I'm too tired. late it's, on your Friday night there. It's it's trick season, too. Just leave the door open. Just leave the door, <laughs> leave the door, put your sleep apnea mask on and just take it. I don't have a sleep apnea uh, a CPAP machine. Just. <laughs> if you fuck with your sleep apnea machine, good for you. You're getting good breath go, in. Go for it. Good for you. Sleep apnea. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me. Fuck me. Yo, this is reality gaze. This is reality gaze. Some- Terrible name, episode 185 of a season of Happily Ever After that doesn't seem like it has an ending. Or season six, uh, episode 12, <laughs> Bubble Bass and Family Rass. Part de. Part um, de. And uh, we covered a long, long segment of Angela last time. We did. Uh, we did a lot of announcements last time. Do we need to repeat any of those? We just get right to it. Like no. I prefer to when I'm when I'm laying and when I say meet me in my bedroom. Let's just do it. Rip it up. Raw dog it. Fuck Boy Island. Darcy and Stacy. New shows coming up. F Boy so, Island. 
Yeah, um, 90 Day, our Caribbean Love, Paradise. We didn't talk about that show. We talked about it last week, but yeah. Wait, but what's it called? It's they not called 90 Day Caribbean Love anymore. It, it's called, if we, if we, if you, we want to do this, I guess we will. We can't just talk about one show. I was trying to well, move no, forward to the show. We didn't talk about this in part one. We didn't have it in the announcement. Yes, we did. We did? Yes, we did. No, we, oh, we, did, it, we did it last week. We did, we did last week. I did not but want to did announce. This week. I didn't. We had a talk before saying we were going to, and we were going to say every other show we were covering. Gary, roll that tape. <laughs> you know what? You brought this up now. Here we go. This is me having to do it. Y'all can blame this bitch for me doing it. Okay. Because she just brings up things occasionally. True. Um. We are, uh, y'all, we're raw-dogging you with shows this summer. Um, they include, but are not limited to, uh, Love in Paradise, Caribbean Love, A 90-Day Story, which That's is going to be, be on Discovery+. Plus. They nix the title 90-Day Caribbean Love because they realized, oh, wait, it's not with the K-1 visa. So some brainiac realized, wait, we could get in trouble for that. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not actually part of the franchise at, at all, really. It has nothing to do. No. It's basically people who have bang trips realizing, oh, wait, I got pregnant. How do I have to deal with this now? Mm. Um, it looks good. Yeah. It looks – We I, I said uh, last week when I talked about it that it felt like this was 90 Day Fiance combined with Love After Lockup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a, a little bit of that. Um, mm-hmm. We're also covering Sexy Beasts on um, Netflix. Yep. And that will come out the 21st. We don't know when we're going to drop those. It'll, they'll, they'll be dropped in. Uh, we're going to cover our shows that are that are kind of released mm-hmm. on our free feed first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just look for that. That's where people put on weird prosthetics and it's, it's not a show I want to cover. It's, I'm going to say that right away. It's, it's face it's, off meets love is blind. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so <laughs> you can tell how excited I am about that show. I think it, it's creepy. I think it's weird. I'm um, excited. No, I think it's awful. Think you know good. what? And I'll probably be the first one to say, I love this show. Probably. probably. Um, also, we are doing, um, what else? There's like four other things we're doing. Oh, Love is Blind after the altar. Oh. Uh, that drops on the 28th. And we'll be focusing on the couples who are together, Cameron and, uh, why am I blanking her name? Why am I asking you? Lauren. <laughs> Thank, thank you, Cameron and Lauren, uh, and uh, Barnett and Amber, and as well as some of the people Jessica. who are still around, like Jessica and Drunk we Dog. Don't know if Golden Retriever is going to make the cut. <laughs> We're hoping so. She likes that. Yeah, uh, we don't. We think Mark may show up too. We so hope. yeah. Uh, so that's definite. And we, we are almost certain you guys love is blind. The second season is going to be announced soon. Um, it is shocking. They haven't done it yet. We think August, latest September. We think it's going to happen in August. I don't know. Usually they try to give a month, but everything is fucked up now. Everything's and we're getting (laughs) raw dog. The American way. Oh, and Darcy and Stacey, you guys next week. If you haven't watched the seven-minute release on the TLC app, it's worth a watch. <laughs> Darcy's already giving quotables. It looks great. Um, yeah. It's going to be a fun summer with Poodle. 
Uh, yeah. Summer with poods. <laughs> <laughs> Spend the summer with poods. <laughs> when you go on a vacation, a vacation getaway with poods, I take you to a vacation that you may or may not have wanted to go to, and then I leave you there because I'm fucking a Croatian man with a huge dick. <sighs> Um, summering with poods. I think that is it. Uh, we are, we talked about FBoy Island. Uh, yep. let's just, should we jump into Natalie and Mike shall we? right away? Shall uh, we? Yeah, very, very little. Um, as we announced yesterday on the oh, show, no, I thought you forgot. Um, there really is a jerk off, a, 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 rubbing one out pick from Mike where he goes, no, not a pick, a video, a video. Where he says, I'm just going to read a transcript in the most Hold on. scientific way possible. Yeah. Can I like, um, you know. Give me some sec- music. Yeah. I'm going to give you some. Uh, this could have been planned out before. You but. know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it could have. Uh, Do it. Pull it back so I can talk. Baby. Do you want... (laughs) Do you want daddy's magic dust inside you? (laughs) Do you want to feel it in that tight pussy? If no one's turned their, their things off right now, yeah, I know you do. Do you want it in your pussy? Do you want to mix it with butter? Do you? I mean, tell me right now, is it something you'd be interested in? Because if you're not interested, mm, I don't know. I mean, what was that? I, I just gotta say, the dick is not impressive. Oh. Number two, he has shaved every single pubic hair he has, um, and it looks kind of like. Hold on, I'm not done. Did you call it magic dust? Did he something say magic, like that? He said magic sauce. Magic sauce, which is Sorry. even grosser. But the fact it made me laugh so hard that you called it magic dust because I Im- imagine Mike coming on Natalie like fairy <laughs> dust, and she thought she could fly. Like, oh, I can fly, love! I can fly. This is y'all. Don't watch this. It's only gonna take your life force. Um, I mean, it's a fine boyfriend, Dick. Barely, barely. How can you say that? But I think his abdomen is kind of plumping up in some type of fupa sense. Um, Maybe. That it, it looks kind of like when you put like a kind of a fat flag on top of a hill. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like. It's got a little bit of girth to it, It's but it's fine. Yeah. I, ugh. Fine is, fine, is an, fine is an exaggeration for me. But... The 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 self suredness he had in his voice really really turned me off. Yeah, and how he was asking her questions like, "You want this? You want this? 
And y'all, I'm the one. I'm dirty talk queen. I took a so say, What kind of dirty talk I'm, do you like? Oh, you know what? You have Forget no, I asked. No. Forget I asked. Y'all, it gets freaky deaky up in uh, here. Poodle's uh, just like, he's like, what? teach me. He's, he's um, a Cub Scout, Cub Scout. Um, want to teach me how to make a fire, please? <laughs> no, that's uh-uh. my Cub Scout friend. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> What is that movie where the person's Brian? Want to help me make a fire? Want to help me win a merit badge, Brian? Do you just start Please? saying Latin at like no importante, like just like <laughs> possessive Latin shit? No, I've never done that. It's usually freaky deaky stuff. Though. Have you ever said dirty words during sex in French? No comment. We need to move on <laughs> with French people. Yes, definitely. Wow. If if you're watching the intimate portrait, welcome, by the way. I'm sorry you had to see this, (laughs) but as soon as I said in French, Poodle's eyes kind of glazed over and I saw him go somewhere. Yeah, I went somewhere. All right. That was like when the guy, when I took home a guy from a French club and he stole my cologne. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, y'all. When you take home random strangers, especially in Europe, they steal from you. <laughs> it's just what they do. Is that the first and only person that ever stole from you in Europe? No, but we need to move on. <laughs> I've had i i had I had questionable taste in my twenties. Um, oh boy! All right. I think talk- it may be just a thing that you, that that gay men just steal from you. Um. Yeah. Uh, I will say I've never been stolen from in the U.S. Um, only in France and Germany, but Germany was different because this was. <laughs> I'm so concerned. What this we're is doing. so weird. This is so weird. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry I brought this up. He stole my a Jesse Norman CD. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were talking about it, Whoa. and I guess he just wanted it, and I couldn't find it after that. Now I will say I lose a lot of things. I'm a lo- I'm I'm not necessarily a loser. Is yeah, someone who I'm not a loser, but I lose things. I'm one who loses things all the time. I'm also a dropper, as we've said before. Mm-hmm. I drop things. I'm a faller. <laughs> Lot, lots of things that I do. I'm also a lever. I will leave half of my life at your house. Life with Poodle <laughs> is fun. That's all I gotta say. Let's talk about Mike and Natalie. Yeah. Um, he is pushing and flipping his tire uh, around, which is, it's very CrossFit what they're doing here, which Mike probably saw on um, on YouTube or something. It doesn't look like a planned Don't workout. Don't CrossFit. By any means. Yeah. Um, you know, Kyle from Cray Cray addressed this, and we're going to have to as well. You know, Mike looks like, I just talked about this video the other day, the Olivia Newton-John physical video. But remember how I told you everybody should go watch it, and you'll see like a gay kind of renaissance because yeah. it's all kind of 80s-looking chubby guys that turn into hot guys. Right. Mike, is that before? 
but it's but it never turns into the it never instead it's like it turns kid, into butter <laughs> butter butter it's the yes it is if you put butter in workout gear or if you put butter on Tweety Bird instead of water and it grew into that big bird with a yes. hand, that's what That's what I always is. imagine you as, as that big Tweety Bird monster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so it's a week for Natalie post-surgery and she says, Michael has been acting strange. Uh, since when? Since, since when? when? Since he came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you, and uh, she says something like, um, or he brings up to her, "I was disappointed with you before the surgery that you left." Now, this would be a time for Natalie to not explain herself mm-hmm. about why she left, but just to say. I'm not really defending Mike here, but just to say, yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And I realize you, the thing is y'all, Mike is so easy to validate. All it would be from Natalie, it would be saying, you're right. I'm sorry I did that. Or, or I'm, I'm, you know, I can see your point there because y'all that butter never did that. Butter, butter never validated anything for him. No, no, no. So all you would need to do, neither one of them, we've said this before, and y'all, Mike is a fucking gaslighter, but all all one would need to do with the other is validate the other's position, and that would be fine. Neither can do it. I think, yeah, and it seems, I'm sorry, but I was just going to- No, go ahead. Because he hasn't validated Natalie's experience. No. This whole time, and he's made her feel like she's crazy, right? But I'm, but I'm saying, what knowing what she knows, all she would need to say is not explain herself, because for him, that's not communication. Communication for him is one of them saying, "I was wrong," blah blah blah. I shouldn't have done that. He's almost incapable of that. But all she had to say, though, all she had to say was. Yeah, and and I think this is a given. No one agrees that she should have left him and went to the surgery by herself and left him without a car. I agree. Yeah, but he did that to her. I think. What do you mean? Didn't he leave her in Seattle? He left her at that restaurant. Remember, they were at that hotel having dinner, and he said, "I'm done. I'm leaving," and he went home. I guess he did. And we yeah, never you're right. really kind of followed up. But this is how Natalie got is, home. I think this is different than that because this was something where he took off work and I think they're different. I don't think they're analogs here. I think I don't disagree with you on that, but I think Natalie still remembers. I think possibly. Natalie, yeah. I think Natalie is basically it's interesting. It's like a combination of I see a similarity between Natalie and Mike, and actually, I never would have thought I'd say this, Angela and Michael. But I think Natalie is so fed up with the way he gaslights her and doesn't validate anything she say says anymore, because her routine is he gets mad at her and she just says, "Okay, love, I'm sorry, love," I'm, and she said a million times, "I apologize," so we can kind of like move forward. right, not not to make her an angel. She's crazy as a loon, y'all. Again. One eye blink away. But I think that Mike is, I think, freaking out a little bit because 
Natalie's like, for once, is like, no, I'm not going to apologize for this at all. And that she's it's, breaking that pattern. It's not the it's not the reluctance to apologize. It's the making of excuses that don't make sense. That don't make sense. Of yeah. I thought we would fight, and I did not want to do that. For blah no, blah blah. I think her excuses are bullshit. I'm just, yeah. but I think Mike would look past that if she would apologize and say, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I was wrong." But she's not going to do that anymore because she's done it too much. Well. It's interesting because the gaslighting that Mike does only works if the ne- the other person explodes. Exactly. She's and, not exploding. And she's not. And she's not. it's interesting because he's trying to get an effect out of her and trying to get something out of her. And because she's got like wires crossed somewhere, I have she doesn't. What is it? I think Mike has been building up to this because Mike never wants to look like the bad guy. Never. He always wants to. So this is, oh, he realized Natalie not calling me and taking the truck when she had surgery is a shitty thing to do. This is my chance for me to look good and for her to look bad. And when people, it gives him ground to stand on to break up with her. It's like a crack that he can finally say, I'm not a bad guy. I'm the martyr. She treated me like shit. I've got to end this. I I agree. Um, I think I'm just, it's hard for, this is, this kind of gets in the, the idea of the problem with the K-1 visa is that the person, the American always has the upper hand. Yeah. And Mike is completely aware of that. Natalie is not playing by those rules, mm-hmm. and uh, n- and even more so, she's just not very good at coming up with reasons for him and she for for her to explain her her position. Yeah, and when she does explain things, it comes off as cuckoo. Yeah, um, and makes him and makes and he says things like, "Well, she was just making excuses." Blah 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 blah. And I just, I think, you know what? I think I just wish she was better at articulating her points. Um, Because I think she, if she would win the war of public opinion on television, if she was just better at it. Well, I think I agree, but I think you got to remember back to Natalie back in, back in, is she Ukraine or Russia? I always forget. Uh, Ukrainian. Ukrainian. Yeah. Um, Kiev. Yes, yes, yes. yes. When they were back in Ukraine, her logic then for being upset at Mike was cuckoo. Like, yeah, I just think she's never going to think in a and just rationally. I don't think she's ever going to think that way or deal with life that way. So that's just never going to happen because but you're right, though. She's still she still comes off looking better in this relationship. Now, from what we've heard, like on podcasts, I've heard like, a boop, 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 boop. sorry, here we go name? with the hiccups. No, but what's his name? Um, John Yates. No, not John Yates, but hippie, 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 uh, oh, Bojangles. Bojangles. Like they said, she's really messy and really self-absorbed and really narcissistic. But that is Mike's relatives. So who but knows? That also totally makes sense. And I believe that. Yeah. So I think she's like super, confusing and hard for Mike to deal with. It's just, y'all, Mark, Mike is one of those guys where he just, like he says, I just want no drama. I just want everybody to get along. I just want everything to be great. So now he doesn't. You're never going to get that with Natalie. 
but now he doesn't, like you said, he doesn't know what to do because it's sad because he's, she actually hurt him. He said yeah. that was painful. She hurt me. And now, but he's totally dismissed her feelings right. for so long. She's over. Yo, I, the, I watched this and I went, she's done. She is done. And did you notice though, when he did, she starts to explain things and he's like over her explanations, he walks away and I said, this is the shittiest. This is very passive aggressive. He's not, he's not even there. I get, maybe he's tired of it, but it's, then he starts to shame her and y'all, this is all butter. This is all yeah. butter tactics. Um, and, and she even says, I'm not sure if this is even worth it anymore. Uh, and I, mean, I, yeah. I think this relationship, I know we said a lot of it last season was fake, but I think this relationship has been kept alive by a television respirator. And we've just, we've just followed the demise of it. And it is just every, every, every week is like, so wait, so when you, when you say a television respirator, do you mean, I need clarity on that because that's not clear. Do you mean? I said that the fact that it's there on the show keeps the relationship alive. But so hold on, let me ask what I was saying is, are they, what's not clear about that is that you mean the, you feel like their plot points are fake or do you feel like they have stayed together? This is a real plot point. They just want to be on the show and have stayed on the show. That one. Okay. Okay. I agree with that. I, cause I feel like this drama is real to them, but I 100% agree that Natalie wants to be famous. Yeah. She wants to be an influencer. Mike wants Mike, the money. Mike wants the money and just hot blonde pussy. Yeah. And that's what he wanted from this. And they're both, they both have been getting what they want out of it. And now it's mm-hmm. not worth it anymore to either of them. I can't believe anyone thinks that these two could go the same beat for this long. And more, yeah, um, more Mike. I think they'll end up breaking up because it's Mike. It's not going to be Natalie. I don't think. I think. It'll oh be no, Mike. she leaves. She leaves him. Oh wow, I'm surprised. I think. That. Yeah, I think but that's. She, he is. A, that's what they showed us on the oh, beginning. Yeah. He is a walking. He is a hypocrite because he does. Natalie says he talks about we need to communicate. We need to communicate, and like you said. He walks away, and Natalie said, that's happened every time I try to talk to him. He has said, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to deal with this. So yeah. the fact that now he's demanding her explain to him what he – now that he finally got hurt, he needs her to do what he could never do. I and I And I'm not defending him in this, but if you are dealing with someone who bullshit comes out of their mouth every time she speaks – I guess, it, I guess walking away is the only thing you have. I wouldn't do uh, it, but I'm I'm trying to. It's hard to think like them because it, they're both. It is good. really frustrating every time when she makes excuses for things, um, or she just. The thing is, you guys, I I could if I was a lawyer, I could frame every argument for Natalie, uh, better than she does. And 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 it, I don't I don't know if it's a language thing because she does seem to have a she's a good no, great grasp of English. I don't think it's language. I'm telling you, it's Natalie. Natalie has so much trauma or whatever yeah. in her past. I mean, I said this on their first introduction when yeah. they were in the Ukraine. I said she lives. There's there's Milton Bradley made a game called the game of Natalie's life, and yeah. that's what she plays her it's life stuck. on. Stuck. It's stuck right in the same beat. 
It's the same world that she lives on. She's never going to get out of this world. It's always yeah. going. It's just not ever going to make sense. Please let's move on. Talk about somewhat something even more depressing. Tiffany and Ronald. Ronald, or as I call, Ronald. oh Tiffany. <laughs> oh Tiffany. Oh God, y'all oh, shoulders, y'all. How much worse could this get? I mean, the only thing that gives me kind of any solace in this, and this is a spoiler alert. So uh, if you don't want to hear it, we fast- talked about it last week, though. Yeah, we did. But if you don't want to hear it, fast forward thirty seconds. But um, they break up, and so that's kind. They're of broken the up thing- now. They're broken the, up no, now. Not on the show. This is so gross. It was kind of my only, just like, oh, at least they're not together. Yeah, but I. You know what I keep kept thinking, and we can we can kind of fast forward through a lot of this, but um, what I what I was Sorry, thinking I just drank a little bit of ice. Yeah, I know. Kick what it. I was thinking the I'm whole excited to be here with you, but this feeling... scene is very uncomfortable. I keep <laughs> no, moving yeah. around. Keep doing like ass, it's like but you're did... trying to sit on that, trying to sit on a little cock. Like where is it? <laughs> a little one. Just... There it is. Oh, there it is. Um. <laughs> I thought to myself, self, um, but no, I thought, (laughs) I said to myself, self, um, but the idea that neither one of them can really see the other's side. Boy, that is the truth. This is, and this, this episode, uh, we've known this for a long time, you guys. That's why all couples fight. That's why a lot of couples are, not all. That's why a lot of couples end up going to therapy or yeah. just fight over and over and say, don't see the other person's side. Because Tiffany will say, as the as far as the day is long, I get that you want to this, but that's not going to happen. I and think she needs to walk without that fucking bell from Game of Thrones and just go, shame. <laughs> he does. Because I kind of want to start calling her the shame monster. Because yeah. she will shame anyone and make them feel... feel I bet... Her level of passive aggressiveness with her own son yeah, is on it's Mother bad. Poodle level. And and I will say, mm, Mother Poodle's the master. Um, that's that's like playing with Bobby Fischer. Um, Jesus. Chess-wise. Um, no, but I, I feel like you're right. Everything comes with shame. And weirdly, it comes with the shame that she's trying to act like it's not shameful. Yeah. So there's yep. this kind of thing. I mean, well, Ronald, but I got to tell you, it's just not going to cut it. And so for someone I like Ronald, well. who is so fucking fragile with his goddamn male ego, boy, that's a now joke. I'm now I'm hiccuping. Um, let's just jump into ha- it because you're having a vodka this show, aren't you? Maybe. Um. So, so yeah, they slept separately after the uh, in, uh, the 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 date night they had, where he basically, where she told him she talked with his mother, and that of course that made him furious because why wouldn't it? Um, and for because because that's the most for Ronald, that's a betrayal. Um, yes. And so I wrote down, I'm worried about Ronald's sun freckles on his back because I had them too, but his are worse. <laughs> That Dutch skin isn't going to do well. I hope he doesn't get skin cancer. Um, and so he, his, this is the thing, you guys. Here's what they say to one another. 
and you can you can tell me what's all wrong with this, and okay. here's how they respond. I like this. So thing. yeah, so how I'll, I'll I'll say what Ronald would say to um to Tiffany, yours Tiffany, and how you would respond as you, and then I will tell you what Tiffany says. Back. Okay, I like this game. I like this game. So. <laughs> This would literally, literally be called like what, like no, what not to wear, what not to say, what not to say, what not like to this. say. This is a game called what not to say. Everybody, welcome to what not to say. So uh, <laughs> let's watch these two fuckers destroy one another. Yes. Um. So Ronald says to Tiffany, "You don't really appreciate everything I've done for you." And so, how would you respond? to that if you were Tiffany? I would say, you know, maybe I need to be better at showing my appreciation because I do appreciate some things that you've done. What do you feel like I could have done better to appreciate you? You would validate and then ask questions. Yeah. That would be a good answer. Ding, ding, ding. What What she says (laughs) is, oh God, this is so good. To be honest, you don't do that much. So she has, number one, negated yeah. everything he's just said and shamed him for it. And shamed him for it. And so now he feels even more aggressive towards her, and which is really interesting. And then she goes on and says, you know what you can do to make it better? You cannot ask me for things. Which – this drove me insane, but this is cl- – I said this before. How many times have I said on this show, Tiffany needs to communicate to Ronald what she needs? Well, the thing is she thinks she's done it enough, but she Ronald has- is so fucking clueless. So like what she if – hasn't. What if – okay, you're Ronald. What if I said, you know, Ronald, what you can do to make it easier, to make it better for me is not to ask me. What, what, don't ask me. What would I mean, you say to me? I would say that gives me anxiety because I feel like I'm always messing up and I know this is new to me. I don't think I can read your mind. I would rather you – I know if it's okay. Can we come to an agreement where there's some things you tell me of how I can support you because I want to show up for you? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be affirmative. Instead, what did, he what, says – What did Ronald say? And I quote, you pretty much take the belt off of my pants and you want to wear it. So again, he's, <laughs> he is, he is saying she's emasculating him and he's also telling her something she's going to go crazy about because she hates all that South African misogynist stuff. She but hates it. She hates it. But I was actually impressed that Ronald kind of named that. Oh, oh, I was oh. surprised by. It. I actually I was, thought Ronald won this. Ronald section. actually, if y'all are looking, y'all, if we're looking at this from the school of Brene Brown, it's who showed up with vulnerability and who didn't. Ronald and did for Ronald a surprise. And really, when you think about Tiffany, Tiffany has not. It's. Tiffany has not shown up with vulnerability. Never. Ever. Because she's been so 
anxious about, about being fixing hurt. everything. And because when she was vulnerable in the past, men left her. Her father yeah. left her. Daniel's father left her. And who like, got killed in a fight after that. Yeah. He got killed in a fight? Yep. Wow. Daniel's father's so dead. She believes all men go away. I'm, I'm, this is my lot in life to do this alone. And you know what? So he says in a, in his, in the moment, he says, she's not letting me play out my role. And he does some bullshit about women was made from Adam's rib. And y'all, we all know women were not made from a rib. Uh, that's how things evolve because you needed both male and female just to propagate the species. So okay. that, you know, that any, didn't happen. Any, any thoughts or comments <laughs> on creation? Oh, are, come the thoughts, on. are the thoughts? Come of, on! Are the if thoughts you believe, of Anthony, if you believe every word of, of Genesis, come uh-oh. on! <laughs> Can you get my pen? I gotta write a letter to my oh, poodle. No. I love him, but he fucked up this time, Carl. <laughs> He's talking about my book. She you believes that, every word of Genesis. The, you know the, that book the world I got was, from Farmer's Market at the Bible Drop. Well, I read it. It <laughs> made sense. The Bible was de- the world was definitely created in seven actual twenty four hour days. She's right. Um, but what was interesting six, is six, six. Sorry, six and he seventh day he rested. He rested. So then she's like, "I need you to help me." And you know what he said? "I'll help you more than you've ever seen." And they were they're like, she's like, uh. He's like, yeah, I don't want to. He's like, I just made my bed. And she's like, support. He's like, damn it. Okay, I'll support. And so it was this kind of movement. I'm like, this is positive movement. This is interesting. Um, But don't worry. We're going to get fucked up. Um, It's just, you know, because she also says to him, I want to talk about some things she says to him, which again, shamey, 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 shamey. She says when he brings up the whole belt thing, and he's vulnerable. And he, he says, y'all, I just, I wrote this down. Ronald actually says, I feel out of place. It's like you, you take the belts off my pants and you wear it. I'm trying to deal with being South African. Yeah, he's I trying do, to be vulnerable. He said, And he says, it's different than what I used to. And then Tiffany says, if you want to be the strong one, then be it. Ugh. Then she's so fucking mean to him. Yeah, it's it's that's, that's a super not, reactive thing to we're say. We're not Ronald fans. We no, but I think <laughs> I have Tiffany, called him the most dangerous ninety day man. Um, um, I think Tiffany is possibly the worst partner for someone who's struggling with addiction. Definitely, hundred percent. She hundred percent. She will drive him back to addiction. And 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 um and basically throw shame bombs at him every time and, and when make he him feel it, worse about himself. It'll be, I knew you were going to do this, and I I'm going to handle. I'm going to make a even weirder com- comparison, and I'm not saying she's Angela, but Angela uses the exact same tactics. Angela of just shame talk, bombs. Angela, but Angela is. It's uh, more verbally abusive. It's abusive, and, and Tiffany's not a. She's not abusive. I. I don't. And we, like we said, we like Tiffany. I like her as a person. I just think she's got yeah. very, This very, season, I've it's decreased for me. She's got very flawed um, and just sh- a short-sightedness that makes you go, huh, what yeah. happened to you that you're able to... Fuck. To put yourself in this position. Um, we should... Um, you know what? 
We're going to keep talking, but let's, they're, they're about to go out after her. His mother is taking care of the kids. We should take a quick commercial break. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. We're best. What? Are you watching Drag Race All-Stars yet? Uh, yeah, I'm just behind. Me too. What? <laughs> so, you're like, me too. Usually yeah, I, there's a follow-up to that. I just watched the third. I feel like Pandora Box is not showing up at all. She's like a little field mouse on that show. I don't I'm know why. This I'm not being ageist here. She's, she seems like she's 60 years old. She's 49. I But I'm saying... The way it, she acts too. Yes. It feels very it feels like she's very she's very intimidated yeah, by the younger ones. I'm like Pandora, step I, it up. I also need to say, and this may get me flamed. I knew you needed to talk about drag race. Um I'm kinda like Who is this? <laughs> who, who is, is who? this again? Like when, when I hear all stars, I'm like, who? Oh, who? No, there's people that I didn't remember at all. Well, and even now, I'm just like, yeah, it's All-Star 6, and we're, forgive me, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, And here's here's why I say that. I don't think it's as necessary to be an All-Star anymore. You just have to have a good Instagram. Well, but I think they want to do it just to make a show. and I I totally agree. I'm talking about the how the show attracts people well, anymore here's what it is and, and i think rupaul's doing this because you know rupaul seems rupaul really wants to create this this show you know think about all-star season one which pandora was on that season mm-hmm. if you don't remember but also that was like raven mm-hmm. and chanel it was really all-star performers well i think now all-stars you're right because of instagram and things like that Rue does all-stars. It's really instead of Drag Race all-stars, it's drag, drag Race forget-me-nots for the most part. It's yeah. People, but it's people they want to like, or Drag Race second chance. But they're people that really kind of didn't get the limelight that Rue wants to show. And then he mixes them in with like the Eureka and the Ginger See, that's Minges. the thing. That's what, feels, um, that's what feels inauthentic to me. Because you know Eureka's going to be top three and is probably going to win it. Do you know that Eureka and Ginger Minj are going to both yeah. like, be up? Yeah. And so it, it, that's why it feels inauthentic because it feels like all these are filler queens. And it feels like these are all – and like Eureka and uh, – like Eureka's a, a ringer. Compared I mean, she to, was on we're here, which I've never watched. Yeah, I heard that was great. It's wonderful. I I really liked it. I didn't like every episode, um, but I just love how between Shangela and Bob and Eureka, they all get what it's like to be from a small town. Mm. Anyway, yeah. sorry. There's our diverge. Sorry, Drag Race, but you know it was on my heart. 
As they say, <laughs> you're speaking on, on your heart. heart. It's on my heart today. I had a, Sheila, I had a drag queen on my heart. And I, I had a drag queen on my heart. Her name is Sonique. <laughs> oh, God. Boy, that is just like, she's awful. She's beautiful, but she's not necessarily yeah. charismatic as a drag queen. But it's just like, I mean, maybe they brought her back to make, to say, you know, this is, this is a drag queen who, you know, look at her now. She's, oh, she look, she's to, living her life as a trans woman. I get it. Here. She's a badass person. But it but. doesn't matter because she's not entertaining as a drag queen. She's not entertaining. Whereas Jiggly, who is trans, Jiggly oh is still, my God. Jiggly is Jesus still Jiggly is, and I Jiggly love is her. so funny. I love Jiggly so much. Jiggly will get far, but I'm telling you, the the last three will be like Ginger, mm, Eureka. I've, I've watched more episodes than you. Don't hold your breath. Really? That's all I'm going to say. All right. We'll see. Ooh, that felt good because Poodle always says that to me. But it's like, like Asia O'Hara. I'm like, really? No, Asia has a huge Instagram account. That, but I'm saying that's why. But as a but as a competitor, we're all like, really? I do like Yara. That Yara's back. She's cuckoo, but I like. Although her. she's like, she's kind she of a mean girl. Is she on drugs? I yeah, mean, I don't know. We we need to move sorry. on. Gay D D. We this show, totally go off on a tangent. Yeah, we we we. <laughs> you know, you can get me to do it too if you do it. So. You're like a drug you know, pusher. You you went off on a 10-minute food tangent. It wasn't very long. Um, so he, Ronald, his, uh, his mom's got the kids, and he's going to prove to Tiffany, he says, I'm going to prove my love to her and that I can be the man of the house. Great. I'm sure she'll respond well. Uh, attic behavior. Warning, warning. Totally. Attic behavior. Yeah, we're we're gonna get to see warning addict behavior in the next couple of scenes. Yeah. So Ronald says, "Watch me make my own business. Just add water. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be a handyman. <laughs> that is, I want to laugh. <laughs> let me, that's funny. But let that's me so put sad. this dropper, and all of a sudden, my business is made. Um, he he go. They go to a place y'all called Auto Cheapies. <laughs> they do. They do." Hey, and, it's in the name. You know what you need. And they're getting, uh, they're getting a Baki, which is not Jihoon's dog, um, but wow, a, truck. Oh, a truck. Oh, yeah. They're getting a truck, and uh, and I said this is not going to go well. No. And she's and there for a minute. He's like, I'm going to do this to support you and Daniel and the family. And in Robert's Robert in Ronald's addict brain mm-hmm. this is the key and he he's in his way he has sacrificed so much to do this even though she's probably gonna have to make the car payments you know grand gestures oh yeah grand gestures is it's just a theme in any type of abuse situation it can happen in domestic violence it can happen in mm-hmm. alcohol abuse this and this is what he keeps doing this is the garage thing this is and even it's a christmas tree and even tiffany Brings this up, and she even says this to him. For once, Tiffany didn't fully shame him. She actually said, because... Because she Ronald, saw how excited he was about she it. She says, yeah, do you think this is a good idea? And he's like, well, it's a bummer. And she said, that's where she said, you don't know how bad it got, Ronald. I went and got a divorce lawyer. 
and, and this is you see him just spiral <sighs> because because this means she does not trust him as a man. Yes, and exactly. now now that his identity as a man and her man is being questioned, mm-hmm. he's he's in zero gravity, y'all. This is bad. This it's, is the beginning of their the lifetime end. original movie. I think this is where it ended, for yeah. sure. And yeah. because Tiffany even says she says, "Look." And this is kind of the only kind of supported Tiffany thing said, but she said, but it's still pressure. She said, I don't want you to fail at something that's so important. Right. And she says, there are three, you have three months left in South Africa. The thing is, y'all, he does not think that. He, he does wants not. The, he has the, the weird. Thing, they're not on the same page. No. They're not on the same page because they don't trust one another and they both have two different plan A's in their own head that's running. Yeah. And she's doing that thing where she could leave at any time, take both of his kids, and that would be the ultimate power move. And he thinks he needs to be the man for her and show her what he can do, but she's never going to be happy with anything he can do because she's already made up her mind she's going back after, and everyone is unhappy. The end. (laughs) I just told you their whole story. (laughs) It's true. The end. The 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 only and that's the best way this story can end is them breaking up, y'all. If you the, think it's been messy now on Instagram, just get ready. Wait. I promise Buckle you, up. it's gonna be bad. Buckle up, it's gonna be receipts from both of them because they're both petty motherfucking petty. petty I do read all that. Thank. I'm just like, uh, I can't. I can't. People send it to me, and I look over. A I little let bit them of it. tell us. Yeah, that's the way you go through life. Let's talk about Andre. And Lib. There's nothing wrong with it either. You tell me because I am man. Um, I wrote down, so this is the, the family reunion. Are they at a winery? It looks they like at they're a at a winery. Yeah. yeah. It's a winery. Um, they're at a winery, winery having the family reunion. They're in during... jackets. Everyone else is in like camo hats. I just want to um, say this. During COVID. If it <laughs> no, we, just, we've established. I know, but... This is like already going to Aunt Sue's, but I forgot I forgot that they're actually having a family a formal reunion event. in a pandemic. Yep. God, this family is it's, the definition it's so tone deaf. of American tone deaf bullshit yeah. horrible people. I said it before. This is the they're the worst of America, y'all. They really they're the are. absolute worst of America. They really, really are. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. Um, so the next thing is uh, Andre basically saying, no fights tonight. We meet the cousins. And uh, I wrote down, there were like, some of their cousins tried to like make their babies kiss. Remember those pictures of like babies in like adult clothes and toddlers and like kissing boy like and Ange- girl toddlers and like Gettys. Gettys, yeah, like boy and girl toddlers kissing oh, each so other on cute. a cheek. They were oh, so cute. Fuck I you. They're awful. Oh, and they'd be like all black, and then their and then their rose they'd hold in their hands would be. Re- it was so cute. Go to hell. Go They're to gorgeous. hell. They're all awful. It's you're so doing that to wind me up. No, I love them. I and had, Getty's stuff. No, it's no, you're, you're. I had some in my college dorm room my mama gave me. That makes so much sense. <laughs> Y'all, if you've got. Oh, and, look cute, little if boy, you've little got girl. And Getty's in your house, you need to burn it right now. 
please do do me a favor. Go to that frame. It's like take a little that boy. Uh, it's a little boy dressed as a farmer, or no, he, or a little boy dressed in like a suit, and, and the girl, his wife, with the and it's a little baby, hold dressed up in a a, a dress and an apron, holding a blueberry pie, waiting for him to come home like a that's woman's not place fucked up be. at all. That's not fucked up at all. Please do me a favor. If you've got anything on your wall left over from two thousand two. Take it off the wall now. Go out and throw it in your trash because it's bad. Y'all don't. You send need me an, to process that. Don't send me an Instagram for Ann Geddes because I'm kidding. I don't like it. <laughs> I know you were trying to wind me up. Y'all, and it worked a little that, bit. That type of adultification of children really is gross. And that was a I mean, weird time in the 2000s. I don't fully support it. Now, if you still have Thomas Kincaid and you like some Thomas throw Kincaid. Throw it away. Throw it keep, away. No, you, you don't need it. no painter of light you in your house. Keep the light. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Especially well, Carl's, you know that- wife, Carl's wife is upset because she loves the, the Thomas Kincaid gallery at the because mall. <laughs> I, it's true. And I'm telling you, we've got some sissies that have Disney Thomas Kincaid because we got some Disney sissies. I don't have a problem with Disney. No, but uh, Dis- no, you've never seen Disney Thomas Kincaid. I don't want to go there. Where he paints like Sleeping Beauty in the forest and you see the light coming from the castle. It's Not into it. Not into it. Y'all, y'all need to get right, like J-Lo says. Um, let's, let's move on to this. But like I said before, just do me a favor, y'all. If you've got one of those fucking Ann Gettys things where that little boy's in a suit and that girl's in a hat with a flower on it and it's like a New York scene, throw it away. Because it's not good, and it's 20 years too old. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I know I just read some of you for absolute filth, but y- you're welcome. I just oh, did you a favor. Oh, look at this, what Ann Gettys now, now. Look, if you're a cancer, she puts a baby in a seashell, and it says cancer. That's what it gives me, cancer. That's, oh, <laughs> this is so cute. Look at that. Um, so oh, look, she has a baby in a bird's nest. Isn't that cute? Uh, those like are, bird. those are better than the toddler things. So I need to keep Maybe going. Wasn't Ann this, 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 you've, you've entered Ann Gettys. So I was guessing, but you know, those things with toddlers in them pictures. Oh, look, it's, it's seven swans of sim- swimming, but with babies on them for Christmas. Isn't that cute? I hate you. Um, okay, we should move on. So they are, um, Becky basically just says, and y'all, no one believes this wasn't intentional. Becky knows that Libby is keeping secret about her babysitter that she hired. Oh, how's your babysitter working out? She Andrea immediately said, like, goes into anything. Smile. Um, he's upset. They fight about it. He gets, um, Crazy upset because yeah. y'all, if you don't remember, it's he this never is cultural. It. Yeah, and um, and it is. Like, it's very short sighted. I didn't mean to throw Libby under the bus right now. Yeah, you did. Yes, I did. Um, Andre, he, you literally stabbed me in the back, Lib. You stabbed me in the back. I I will say, and this is not to agree with him, but he they he did say we agreed, and we decided not to do it. And no. so it is it is something that she did go beyond behind his back and do. I mean, you know what? 
this is a little bit of Mother Mama Mar talking. I kind of agree with Lib on this one because I'm like, if you would you be okay though if she lied to him? If your husband is that fucking stubborn and unwilling to see that you as a mom need support and help with raising your kid and working and doing everything, it, and he wants you to do it all. It's not that I, I don't agree with with that. I'm saying I can see his point that that she lied I, to him. But he's I can see his point too, but the problem is he's unreasonable and unwilling to listen. Right. But I'm saying at that moment uh he has he they they're both screaming I'm right on different metrics. On different and, metrics totally. And and yeah, she can say I did she she's basically saying he said, we agreed not to do this, which is un which is you you can't that is unarguable. And what she never point. what she never said, she said, No, you agreed. You made the decision without taking it because he kind of did. Well, I, she I tried agree. to talk to him and he was like, No, 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 no. He never sat down and had a conversation about it. He never asked. No, her, they, like, they did have it, but it was unresolved. It was unresolved, and he was very dismissive when they had a right. conversation. He was, like, rude dismissive about it. Right. No, I agree with you, but t- for her to say – I'm saying her – her in, in his view, her crime is more egregious, <laughs> even if she can't explain it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the, the dishonesty is worse than the, – is the worst thing that's possible. I would totally do it if my husband was like – I don't want us to have a babysitter. I'd like, I think I would too. Go to work, I, honey. You're fine. Uh, and I think it all would have worked out if not for those meddling sisters. Boy, um, that's, boy put that for everything. Uh, for their for their point. So he's upset. And of course the girls, the the as I called this, the worst version of King Lear ever. Um, when <laughs> the two other sis, the two older sisters, when Reagan and Goneril come out. And starts screaming at Cordelia and her husband, um, saying, "What have you done with our father? But our father, Cordelia." Um, and he really is the worst version of, of aging King Lear, uh, Chuck, King Chuck. Um, oh, that's sad. And uh, they are so they're at now at Aunt. Uh, they're talking about. He says, "You're such fucking snakes." And and they're like, you're such a Andre. You're this. None of this is going to help them. They're just they're just going in. They're like, your ideas are so dated. They're so they dated. I don't know. You don't have a motherly instinct. What? I don't believe no motherly instinct. No. Well, this is bullshit. I'm, again, I'm not trying to defend him. He did was a stay at home dad for the kid for how long? He was. Yeah. Yeah. And I them saying motherly instinct is also sex, sexist. Yeah. 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 I agree. Um, so anyway, uh, we are, we move on. Now the sisters are talking to Charlie and they're at Aunt Sue's. Aunt Sue's, um, hey, I'm going to have an after party. Everybody come on by. And I thought they'd already eaten, but now they're having pizza at this party. Can't, can't fault them because I would like the same but, thing. Oh, but I want to say they're fighting in Ch- and Andre's like, when they're at the party, he's like, let's go back inside and be with Chuck. Y'all, he... I get why the sisters are upset because Andre is kissing his father-in-law's ass so bad. Yeah. Like y'all, it's basically a minute. Chuck is bent over 
and Andre is just holding his flabby the ass cheeks just, apart t- and, and just, taking him to Rimtown. Mm, oh, don't I mean, that's gross. Mm, people just is, <laughs> people just freaked out about the idea of Chuck like, getting rimmed. He is nose in there, just mecca like a high, mecca heiny. Yeah. Um, it's it's gross. It's totally transparent and gross. Does he love Chuck or care about Chuck at all? No, no. However, however, this is this idea of it is none of the girls' fucking business. Well, yes, and it's just they're jealous of Libby. Yeah, and so you guys. T- uh, uh, they go up, they're playing foosball, and he's like, Thomas, want to come play foosball? Um, and Thomas is looking good, y'all. I've never thought Thomas was that attractive, he's but he's looking cute Thomas in this. Looks like, um, Thomas looks like your, your, um, your kids. He's dressed uh, up meatloaf for me. Well, <laughs> he's kind of like your kids, um, uh, your, church, your kids' church basketball, basketball coach. Not that sporty, though. Maybe very, soccer, but, soccer but for me. Stalk, but yeah, but who probably would cheat on his wife? Yep, definitely. Um, so it's interesting. Chuck is saying um, they're all they're all laughing. They're all having a good time. And Chuck says, "Thank you, Andre, for this because you've 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 driven us up here. You've proven yourself on this trip." And okay. Chuck says, "I, I got to stop you there. How has he proved himself?" What, this is what, this is scripted. What 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 is the what are the the points of of, of worthiness? I I agree. Chuck? It is. No, I think no. That, I'm, I'm asking you. I want you to take a second. What are the points? That, what are I the guess, three things you have to do to prove yourself to Chuck? To drive him places like an Uber driver. Okay, one. And to not kill your family. Okay, two. And also to flatter him all the way up there. Okay. That's and it. I'm, I'm just going to add four. Free Fritos, y'all. Chuck yeah. loves Fritos. Um, but, y'all, this was a – the whole trip was a way to get them up there. Again, this storyline is very produced and very padded. Even Becky said that she's playing a character on Instagram. Yeah, she did say that. That was actually a post. Because people got people gave her hate for what she said. She's <laughs> so she's like, gross. I'm playing a character. I'm playing a character. Uh, um, after well, that, because so, act- Libby, what was it that Libby was in something and everybody, um, she was on a television show. What I don't know. Was she on? Somebody sent us to it. She was like a checker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a famous show. She was on it. What does that have to do with this? But they're all actors. Oh, no. Libby's the only actor. They're all terrible. They're not all actors. Well, they're only fans actors. Uh, butthole actors. Um, butthole. Somebody posted a meme of a picture of Chuck, and it says, the face you make when you've seen all of your children's buttholes. <laughs> If you just see Jake's face kind of like, uh. I think you I think they've only, we only seen Jen and Becky's buttholes. Um, we have not seen Andre's butthole. No, I'd love that. Uh, I don't think we've seen I Libby's. I want to see his dick. I'd want to see, I'd want, just for curiosity's sake. So Chuck basically says, I bought a property. We're going to go Habsies on it. We're going to split it. I'm going to mentor you. I'm going to do all mentor this. Mentor you and teach you how to do this. And of course, Thomas, unfortunately, 
runs, runs down, to his down wife. and tells no tells Jen first, and Jen wastes no time. Toot sweet runs up the stairs and says, "That that I'm making his little chest boobs all around." And again, y'all, this is just pure greed. This is you're going to take money away from me. You know what? This really. When I watched this and I thought... It's just so sad. It's so sad because even if you don't like Andre, your sister is still married to him. And that's her husband. That's the father of your niece. Like, wouldn't you want to be... Wouldn't you want to say, you know, God, I can't stand that guy, but he's married to my sister. I want my sister to have a better life. And then they all they all try to act like they love their father, but they say this is why it gets really fucking King Lear all of a sudden. And they go, "Can't you tell? Don't don't do this when my dad's been drinking. My dad doesn't know what he's doing. He is old, and I am going to take over his money when I possibly can." Yeah. It's he he is they are using him just as much as Andre is. Oh. Oh, and and sure. and that's the thing, you guys, and that's what this makes this story so sad. It's hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy. Just uh, everyone is super transactional. You know who the only one isn't transactional? Who maybe less transactional than the others? Libby. I've tell. I've said it before. I've said it five times. Who's the best person in this family? Yep. And you I, know why, Libby? And you know why Andre fights with all. Because he's really hot, and I love for him to fucking. He's just like the others. Andre's pretty gross too. No, he's just like all the others. He's just like them. Um, and and Jen says, uh, and 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 or sorry, Libby says, my sisters can't get beyond their their jealousy. They're fighting. Then I always like it how they get Becky calls him an asshole, and they get very upset about the word asshole. Yet Andre says fuck every third word. And yeah. there's something about asshole that they get very upset. Like one time Andre was called asshole when he was five years old and, well, to and, he, was sent, or, or, and he was sent to some type of camp or something. Yeah. These snakes um, call me asshole, asshole. And again, I wrote, this is the worst version of King Lear ever. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, they... It's just, I don't see how this is ever going to end. It's not because, going to. Because for an argument to, like, good people need to compromise, Andre, Becky, and Jen aren't good people that want to compromise. They and, just want to do what they want. And to be honest, drama like this doesn't, family drama like this has big blowups, and then there is some type of intentional healing from either the matriarch or patriarch, and then we all make a pact to move on, or 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 drama like this makes everyone not want to come together again. That's why this feels scripted because they keep putting these same fucking colli- marbles to collision against to collide against one another. Um, that's Y'all, why this, this family yeah. is though they might come together for Christmas because of Chuck. They hate each other. Once their father dies, they're not going to see each other anymore. 100%. Libby's not going to see them. Yep. She even said, when they're going up there, she's like, you know, I'm excited to be around my family. And, you know, and I, I, she said something about her family being good people. And she said, well, except for Charlie. She even says her own brother is a piece of shit. 
Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Shall we move on well, to... Well, we should say Chuck gets upset. He's like, I oh, didn't come to Aunt Sue's for this. I didn't come to Aunt Sue's, y'all. By leaves. the way, Aunt Sue's near my house is not closed. They are hiring. Okay. So if you so work in upstate so South many, Carolina... We had so many fucking messages about <laughs> Aunt Sue's in South Carolina. Y'all, it's a great Reuben sandwich. Go there and support them. They're lovely. It's a family establishment. They got a great calligraphy house. Um, sure. What would they think if you probably told you walked in and told them you're a big homosexual? Uh, they'd probably be fine with it as long as I bought something. It's amazing what capitalism does. I'll do it. So <laughs> that's true. So speaking of, so Chuck leaves, and basically Jen is like, they go to Chuck, Jackie Benner, like, do you not see what this is causing? And Andre runs after him to. Lick his ass. Yeah, to, to put his nose in his butthole. Um, shall we move on to another installment of Take It? Go to the piano. Wrap your hand around so I can see it. Christmas tree, don't touch. That one had a little more. Uh, uh, yeah, the end was a little it. much. It was a little much. I don't appreciate that criticism, <laughs> and I won't accept it. Yeah, you can, Kal- next time you can do it. You can, you Kalani can- Eduswelu, y'all. So yeah, the tears of Kalani. So, um, so earlier Kalani suggested that they have another baby, and Eduswelu. Eduswelu suggested that Kalani. Um, I think there's a rumor going around that she might be pregnant now. Oh God! I don't know what's good for, but I think there's a rumor. Some people. Why are, are they doing this to me? Is having a baby. Oh. God, those boys are so young. I know they're, and so you know it's going to be another fucking boy. Oh yeah, they're going to have <sighs> boys, and and the boy's going to cry even worse than the other two. But God, they are gorgeous kids. They are. They're they're really cute. They're really cute kids. So, um, anyway, so but they are wild children. They're just like. Yeah. Have we ever seen a scene with these kids where they're just kind of settled and hanging out? Never. And I don't mean that it's like, if you notice, I said like wild or energetic because I don't like the terms good kid, bad kid because I think they're, that's, they're fine. No, they are. So much energy. They have a lot of energy. It is, it is always, they're always quite emotional um, when we see them. Um, And I, yeah. And so, and Claudia's just, Bless her heart, she's tired. So, so that's why she's kind of like, I don't think I want to have another baby right now because, bitch, I'm tired. I kind of want to have my body back. Um, but so she, she said, makes him do uh, do all the chores and handle both the kids. And and she said, you know what? He did a pretty good job, and he put dinner on the table. And she said, I appreciate him. Like, I will say this: couple this dinner, around? this dinner looked sketch. Um, to me, <laughs> I wasn't familiar with the food. It just looked a little sketch. The corn, the corned beef, it looked like came out of a can, and he just it shredded did. it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he did. And so, y'all, um, so he brings up um money bags coming, and uh Kalani, she's like, 
not really thrilled about that. <laughs> not not I, looking forward. I must say, Kalani's my favorite fucking person on this season. I love Kalani. Her I comic timing. Uh, I I never thought I would say that I love covering this couple more than anybody else this season. I do. Um, except for Julia and Brandon. What do you mean? They're my favorite. Fuck off! <laughs> no, I agree with you. They're, but like I was saying, who knew? Who knew we would be rooting for this couple? So I much? didn't. Um, they are uh, basically ta- Tammy is driving down, and Swaylu thinks that that she will talk and they can fix everything, and. Uh, <laughs> Kalani or Kalani, I believe, says, or maybe Kalani says, the last time she was here, she was beating the, trying to beat the fuck out of everybody. So, yeah. not going to be a great thing. That's and Lisa, they, they do go see Lisa and Lo at the Christmas tree farm because they're picking out a Christmas tree, y'all. Papa Lo's there. And who you love. Mm-hmm. So, hey Lisa there, says. Maddie. No, it's no, hey there, really, really hey low. There. So Lisa says, I don't want her coming here and making up, making trouble. We, we're going to have, we're going to make a good Christmas for the boys. Everything we're trying to do is for the boys. Yeah. And yeah, because Lisa's like, so Tammy's dropping her off and then leaving, right? Yeah. And this way he's like, <laughs> oh. And, and uh, this is what I love that Kalina said, you know, You've been helping me a lot, so I'll help you. It's a little juvenile, but she kind of has to teach Asuelu, when you help me, I help you. You mean Kalani. Or Kalani has to teach Asuelu. Yeah. What did I say? Gary? Kalani. So I'm I'm expecting it with this couple because their names are similar. I'm just expecting to. She's showing that reciprocity that needs to happen with them. Well, she understands he appreciates that as a form of validation. And she understands validation unlike any of our other couples, especially unlike Tiffany and Ronald. They've listened to one another and changed their language to Mm -hmm. support each other. It's who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? So, um... They are, I liked it when they're in the car and they're talking about in Samoa that Christmas is mostly about Jesus. And they're like, are you going to teach the kids about Santa? And as well said, well, I'm going to teach them about Santa. I'm not getting presents. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, there's this unfiltered nature to a Swelu that really cracks everyone up. And they're, they're th- big on TikTok. They have a big TikTok. It's, it's the only reason they're together. I think is hit is how she how he makes her feel and how he makes her laugh. I think he makes her laugh a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also think they fuck a lot. Yeah, they do. Uh, so they're picking out the Christmas tree. They got the pajamas on. Kalini is in a, a reindeer costume. Okay, and he's in an elf costume. Kalini, I don't think they listen to our show. Kalini, if you do. I need to know what this red lipstick is. Oh my god! So I wrote down fucking gorgeous. I wrote down that's the reddest fucking lip I've ever seen. It is fucking gorgeous, and she has a dark hair. If it, I, I think she was trying like Rudolph the red lipped reindeer. Yeah. Well, I loved it. Yeah, I'm very I, good, poodle. Very I, thank good. you. Thank you. Look at you. I, I love to be validated. Even um, a blind reindeer finds an I, asshole. And I wrote down, this lip is a choice, but I enjoy it. 
I love. Um, I want to know what color it is. So they, um, he, they're like, what do, what do we do with Samoa? They're like, we for Christmas Samoa, we wear white clothes and paint our hair white, and people give us money. <laughs> and then we sing songs about Jesus, and he sings one as a song, and even uh, Kalani's like, well, that'll do it for me. It's like the angels love the Christ child. We sing to him. <laughs> There's so y'all. Thank you for I'm, coming at us. First of all, thank you for coming at me about tradition. rocking, rocking around the Christmas tree as being awful. Um, I felt I feel very validated right now. Oh, I didn't uh, see any of those, but that's good for you. I'm glad they all talk to me. I think. Well, good. Okay. Good. Uh, no, I'm saying good. Sounds like you're doubting me, but that's no, okay. No, no, I'm glad. Now, I, I um, will say, though, a lot of people had heard the the religious versions of Here Comes Santa Claus, though. I, I don't doubt it. I just didn't listen to it. I'm still shocked that she didn't know that. But whatever. No. I have nothing to stand on here. I, we didn't listen to Gene Autry uh, growing up well, that's a for Christmas. Song. That's like saying you don't listen to... Rocking around the Christmas tree. I think it was less interesting because we didn't grow up in the, the middle of buttfuck Oklahoma. Well, we're 10 minutes from Gene Autry, exactly. y'all. If you want, there's, so, you know, Aunt Peggy, Peggy's selling some property out there if anybody wants to move. Don't you, if Aunt Peggy's not paying to advertise, we're definitely not putting it on the podcast. You know, we owe her a shout out for the lip story alone. Um, so the next thing is they're talking about, uh, they, Asuelu tells them that Tammy and money bags are coming and Lo says, well, this is Christmas and, um, blah, blah, blah. I guess everything's fine. It's like, well, Lo also says, and this was the, one of the best things said in the episode. A lot of people say a lot of things on video that when they get into reach of hand don't really happen. Um, Only way to get the laundry out is let it dry. And Lisa's like, they go to the laundry bat. No, they don't do it in my house. He's like, are you uh, sure? If my girls want to protect themselves, I'm I liked ready. it when when Kalani said, um, "You, you, uh, they will, they will respect my family in in my mom's home." And she's like, he's like, and I'm worried my sister is going to pop the fuck off. <laughs> um, I would love to see Tammy and Kalini going at it. But, uh, and oh. Lisa even says, if someone steps in a blind, there's going to be problems. And they get this tiny little shrub of a tree. It's for, a little Charlie Brown tree. But for that many people, I don't know. I was know. confused. By I was very upset. Maybe it's a tree like for their kitchen. I didn't get it. Maybe. I thought they were going to get like a big tree. It seemed quite small and I was very disappointed. But maybe they have like a fake tree and this is like an ancillary tree. But no, not everyone has four trees like you do. Then everyone has sad homes <laughs> and they don't celebrate Christmas. I allowed you when we lived together to have two trees, but I said no to three trees. I had three. In your tiny apartment, you did. I had no. I had three in our home. No, you only had two. No, I did not. Maybe you know a, one in your room. You I had kept the main one in your tree room in the living room. I had the music tree, and then I had one in my room. That was fine. You could have one in your room because I didn't have to see it. That's right. I wouldn't put it in the kitchen because you destroy everything in the kitchen. And no, I throw it away. I throw it away. Break my ornaments and you knock On the purpose. tree over. Mm-hmm. You just don't need. You don't need. 
in in our house that was small, you did not need three trees. Our house was a huge three bedroom house we rented. I don't remember it that way. No, that's the show. That is the show. Pray for him. He needs Christmas joy. (laughs) That is the show, everybody. God, this has been a long one. Motherfucker, I'm tired. As Kalini said, it's not going to go good. It's not going to go good, everybody. Y'all, I think we've only got three more episodes and maybe two, preferably not three tell-alls. Yeah, because the last tell-all of Happily Ever After... Was brutal, <laughs> brutal. They better not do it to us. Anyway. Well, it'll be it'll be an in person tell all. Yes, thankfully, hopefully. Yeah. It's hot in here, y'all. That's the show. You can go to realitygazepodcast.com. You can come at us on Cameo. I don't know what what's the next holiday coming up, Poodle. We it's July. We've got August, September, Labor Day. <laughs> you want a Labor Day Cameo? You come to Poodle. Columbus's birthday. <laughs> We don't really or celebrate indigenous, that anymore. Like, no, people do, but in, it's also Indigenous People's Day. Oh, I think both. you can celebrate whatever you want, but oh, I'm saying it doesn't have to be exclusively Columbus Day or Indigenous People's yeah. Day. Yeah, if you're a Canadian sissy, I don't know what holidays are coming up in Canada, but we got a cameo for that. I'm sure b- they have Celebrate Boxing Day somehow. Poodle I think that's the day after Thanksgiving. Do you know the, um, do you know the can, Canadian Oh, dance? Canada. Da, 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 da. That's all I know, too. It's a really um, uh I just did, come on, some cameo, y'all. I just did an, another uh, uh, Australian uh, Peloton instructor, Pig McCarthy, uh, today, and making sure everyone know it's Pig McCarthy and not Pig, P-I-G McCarthy. She gets very upset. Uh, oh, even though her boy. her hashtag is pig pin, <laughs> she 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 didn't have the foresight she to know to that work, wouldn't go well. Needs to work on her branding. Pig. <laughs> uh, she also gets winded every time she's she on gets, the machine. She, she doesn't realize that it's it's hard to talk. Talking in Peloton is hard. Yeah, um, y'all. We appreciate you so much. You can find us on Reality Gaze Podcast on Instagram, Reality Gaze Pod on the Twitter. And Poodle, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love? Yes. And if y'all want that magic juice inside your tight pussy, <laughs> never call us. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, Brainy Smurf was gay, and we need to respect her. Bye, y'all. Bye. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.